0: W-B-N-E
1: Hey everybody, my name's Ethan Edgehill and I'm here to tell you about what you're about to listen to. If you're not familiar with Late to the Party or you're here for your first couple episodes and you're not really caught up with the show, that is totally fine. This episode that you're about to listen to has absolutely nothing to do with the late to the party story that we've been telling for the past 17 episodes. This is the audio recording of a YouTube live stream we did back at the end of June to raise money for the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. It is what is called in the Dungeons and Dragons world a one-shot campaign in that it is like a single story meant to be told over four-ish hours, and that's pretty much exactly how long we did it for. It was four hours, and I am now taking that four hours and turning it into two to three episodes. So you can listen to this free of any word of spoiling anything for yourself this is a completely unrelated thing it'll go up on the off mondays for the next few off mondays and then we have some some big things coming after that but for now just enjoy this story it takes place in a medieval village called chitterwood and i am ethan edgehill and this is what i sound like and i say that because i forgot to introduce myself at the beginning of the live stream and it's all good it's all gonna be fun so go ahead and listen have some fun with us enjoy what is the audio from a a live stream that happened uh, a little while ago if you want to watch it it's on youtube there'll be a link in the description, but this is this is the audio story. It's edited and cut down a little bit, and has music in it, and it's it's a good time. Also, the the audio isn't the best that we've ever had, just because again it was taken from YouTube live stream, so it gets a little laggy in some places, and, and uh, the top parts of a few words are cut off, and the end parts of a few words are cut off. Nothing major, just you know, it is not as quite as polished as what you're used to. So that is my only. Uh, word of warning. So listen at your own peril, I suppose. Anyway, on with the episode. Enjoy the one time we were early to the party, or at least on time to the party.
0: Well, hello. I don't know if we want a lot of, like, fanfare or something before we dive on into everything. This is Scott's first time
2: DMing. I'm super, I am super stoked. I have full faith that he's going to be fantastic.
0: I'm super nervous. This is your first time ever DMing anything? You're going to do fantastic. Yeah,
3: my very first time ever DMing anything. Censor something or another had asked uh, if they'll be lost listening today if they have only just heard about our podcast. You will no. not be lost. We're doing a one-shot that has yeah, nothing these to do with Late to the Party. These characters don't even
1: exist in the Late to the Party universe.
0: Totally mm-hmm. different world, totally different characters. And also Jordan DMs the podcast. Yeah, we should just do an
3: introduction. What the party is the whole... Um, So, Jordan was latest to the
0: party. (laughs) Baby! (laughs) The person with the most responsibility happened to be latest.
4: Hello, my name is Jordan Balki. Typically on LTTP, I am the Dungeon Master, but today... I am playing Brylena, a wood elf ranger, and I just have a very special place in my heart for her because she was my very first character that I ever built. I think she might be like one of my designated one-shot characters because she's just a whole lot of fun to play with. She doesn't super care for other people all that much, her and Sleaze are going to be besties, but not, not So here's the thing. She thinks that she's really, really good with people,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
4: but she actually has a negative one to charisma.
0: Ooh, that's not so good.
4: She often has dirt on her nose or twigs in her hair. I went with a messy braid today in very Brylena fashion. Love that.
2: I can go next. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hello, my name is Tyler Duby. I am the younger sibling of Jordan Mulkey And I'm playing my first character built. Well, it's it's kind of like a, a rebrand of a rebrand of my <laughs> first character. Zaz Mac, a half orc barbarian. Zaz is 14 years old and has recently run away from home. Big, she's like six foot two, uh, purple hair, purple skin, purple eyes. She's like the embodiment of people who have that favorite color way too much. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I can go next. Yeah, you yeah. can I am playing the half or something not half-elf i was i used to be a half-elf and then i changed my mind when scott made me nerf my character i am playing the <laughs> dragonborn sorcerer croydon kenway
4: oh yeah he
1: is a native to this town that scott has made up and is going to he's he's like a like sort of seedy underbelly type criminal guy that like sort of knows he's he's, he's your, your man on the inside knows how to get what you need knows where to get it and Knows his way kind of around, isn't super crazy about the current local government.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Hello, everybody. I'm Camille Leonard. I'm playing Celise Tarset today, and Celise uh, was, I guess, the first character I ever really made, but I haven't really played with her very much. I've played a whole lot more with Lily, my character on the podcast. So it's a little bit of a further fleshing out of a character that was only sort of in its infancy. So Salise is real gruff, and she really doesn't like people and is rather violent, a little bit of a loner. And, you know, she has a a background in metalsmithing Mm and made her own weapons. Happens. So you know you better be careful because she's definitely just gonna punch you in the face if you make her mad. So that's Elise.
0: And I am Scott Nicewander. I normally play Coach Tucker on the podcast, but today is gonna be my very first time ever DMing anything. I'm very excited. I'm incredibly nervous. What do you say? Would you just want to jump into this whole world?
3: Do we want Everybody a... in the
0: chat, ready for us to rip into this? Yeah. Yeah. Give us a good. Tell us if you want to rip it. Do we? Do you want us to rip it? Let's rip, rip it and rip it, it, bro. Rip and rip it. I'm pr- I've been practicing
1: promising? rolling the dice like the dude who plays Riz in uh, Fantasy High. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: He's like. <laughs> <"Ha-tah!"> <laughs> That's how you do it. Pinky out every time. Okie dokie. I don't really have a character order to start in, but I figured we can at least uh, get started on this little little town here. Paint
3: us a picture, Um, Scott.
0: Yeah, I'll paint you a little word picture. So, it is a quiet calm, beautiful summer day in the small town of Chitterwood, And there is an annual festival going on. It is a summer festival. People are out in the streets. Everyone's having a great time. Uh, This town is just big enough that there would be a lot of local vendors. Like there's, this is kind of a big to do, the biggest kind of to do in this small little town. A couple of you are locals, a couple of you are travelers. Uh, this is an event that would bring travelers in to an otherwise very quiet, boring town. Um, there's food, set up food and drink, all these bartenders and, and people who own the pub are now setting stuff outside for people to try new samples of their, their kind of seasonal stuff. There are lots of fun and games to be had, archery tournaments and, you know, throwing, you know, the, that bottle game where you have to knock bottles over, throwing a ball at it. There's all sorts nice. of shops. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Very
4: classic summer. Oh, oh, I mean, yeah. this
0: is like, this is, is this like Six Flags. It's it's like a local nah. Six Flags. Like, <laughs> Medieval um, six flags. Uh, it's a very fun time. Who wants to go first? I, like I said, I didn't have a character order. Should I roll for it or should someone just want to volunteer roll for it all right here we go that is gonna I'm be a two what
2: i, mean, <laughs> I, I, I think <laughs> she just called two i don't
0: know <laughs> you, you just call i'm gonna go in the order that it's presented on my zoom screen which Fine. is Ian, cam jordan tyler all right um, i'm three you're three it did land on two, so you did call <laughs> it out, but you're not
1: the the air. that's how dice work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. typically <laughs>
0: So on this, during this middle of the day, during this festival, where would Selyse be? What would Selyse be up to?
3: So Selyse is most certainly at whatever location provides her both a cold beverage, a pint, and also, great advantage to just scope out what is going on in the festival. She's mm-hmm. not participating in any of the fun festivities. She's just mean mugging everybody. There
0: you go. You nice. are a you are a local, but you're fairly new local. You only moved mm-hmm. into town a couple years ago, I think, is what we had uh, yeah. decided. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're still kind of you not probably not made too many friends. I've I not imagine. purposefully made any. <laughs> But yeah, there's tons of uh, places to get drinks and get food. You walk up to a vendor, this vendor has a ton of good stuff that I wrote down in case you want something. I did a lot of side work uh, Mm -hmm. just in Mm -hmm. case anyone wanted anything. So you walk up to this stall, there's all sorts of candy, there's like dragon's beard taffy, unicorn horn suckers, there's like sticks of rat meat in case you want something a little more like Mm -hmm. rustic. Mm -hmm. Um, There's all sorts of good drinks, summer beer, cider, mead, some uh, non-alcoholic stuff if that's your fancy. Alright, so
3: Celeste is gonna say to this. Is he a merchant? A merchant? Does yeah,
0: that yeah, cry? yeah. Uh, it's the it's the it's the person who runs the local pub. Their name is uh, Kildrak, little dwarf. Very.
3: I, I suspect they know me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Kill,
0: Kildrak's like, oh, hey, silly say, sir, nice to see you. Do you want to try some of this here uh, uh, summer beer I've been brewing? Yeah, I'll have I'll have that. That sounds good. Fantastic. I made, I figured you'd like this. He pours My you a big... Kildrack
1: Samuel Adams. <laughs>
0: <laughs> pours you a big old pint and tosses it your way totally free of charge to your regular customer. He knows mm-hmm. you. He just wants you to try his new kind
3: of sample. All right. So Elise then sort of looks at the, the counter and is like, are any of these good and dress, gestures the candies? The candies. <laughs> There's only
0: really the taffy and the suckers. I think Kildrak would probably be like, you know, well, you know, I I'm a fan of the, the dragon's beard because I've got a beard myself. Uh I kind of like that. Uh that it fits in with my own personal theming. Uh
3: I'll I'll take a sucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally ignoring the recommendation. Uh he very uh very sadly hands you a sucker. He really <laughs> thought he sold you on the taffy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And you just continue to, to look around and yeah. eye people. Thanks, man. Fantastic. We're gonna move on to our other local here. The roll of the die decided it. What would what would Croydon, Croydon be up to right now? So he would be kind of hanging out at the you said there was a bottle game like a throw down
1: the bottle game oh yeah absolutely yeah and that would that would be 100 percent his game so that's traditionally your, your most rigged carnival game mm-hmm. is what he would think and he's sort of a seedy kind of guy trying to trying to robin hood this guy out of his own his own cheating so he's trying mm-hmm. to cheat the cheat
0: here and okay, awesome and, and and playing this bottle game Fantastic, yeah. You, there's just this uh, this kind of very tall, lanky, maybe like half-elf kind of person standing there, uh, has been suckering people all day. You walk up, you pay the little fee, to, to play this game. And if you want to throw it, you absolutely can. Yeah, uh, you it. get you get one ball. There's six stacked cans. To I mean, you know this game. You have to hit yeah. it in like a very specific, an incredibly specific place. Incredibly uh, specific spot for it to even yeah. tr- have a chance at knocking them yeah. down. 100%. Excellent. 100%. And On you... Board. Yeah. So do you want to go for it? You said you'd want to use like magic to try and cheat. Yeah, I would or love to use
1: use some of my big sorcerer boy, magic boy magic to, to try to cheat this guy out of a few bucks. Maybe get a, a stuffed chimera or yeah. something.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to just have you roll just a just a deception uh, check okay. to make sure that he doesn't see that you are okay. uh, cheating. Perfect. That's a 14 plus seven. Uh, 21. Yeah. Yeah, no, you got it. Uh this person is not very observant. They're very confident. They're not even going to check to see you're using magic. Fantastic. Um with that, I will have you make a dexterity check okay. and because you are deceiving uh, this person, we had discussed in advance that a fun way to improve your chances here with magic is just to do your dexterity roll, but also add your spell casting. Add my spell modifier, which yeah. is a four.
1: So go nice. ahead and oh, Scott, yeah, that's a natural twenty. Oh, that's Ooh. a nat twenty.
0: My first nat twenty in this game. Is that does that There's count nat as, as, a as a crit? Game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's a crit for sure. You. You wind up, you throw this ball. It curves, it weaves, it hits in exactly the right spot. There's actually two stands of you know bottles stacked next to each other so that you can have multiple people trying. It hits that one over as well. Like you get like the massive biggest prize. The vendor is just sitting there, totally stunned in awe, and you well get done.
3: You absolutely
0: crushed it. I'm just gonna look at him and be like. Excuse me,
1: sir. Ethan,
4: how tall is your character relative the stuffed animal he's carrying?
1: Oh, uh like he's like gonna be five foot or no, sorry, like six foot five, something like that. Oh, an absolute unit of a dragonborn. And he's gonna come up to this lanky guy and just say, Excuse me, sir. I'd like this the stuffed chimera there. So you can see I won your little game.
0: <laughs> totally speechless, eyes wide, the the they just pluck the little stuff chimera and just hand it to you Excellent, that's all yours perfect Uh, (laughs) he's gonna he's
1: gonna put it just uh, like around his shoulders
0: a true a true man of the people a dragonborn of the people that's so cute and then you just continue about your day um let's move on to let's see what Brylena is up to what would is that I'm I'm pronouncing that right yes What would Lana be up to at this summer festival?
4: So because I knew the summer festival was in town, I probably, uh, you know, I, I'm not the nicest person ever. <laughs> uh, so I probably would have spent a little bit of extra time with some of the small game hide I had and made like, little tchotchke type things or you know small little pouches that people can hold things in just yeah. anything out of basic leather I might have some dried herbs because I really sure. like growing herbs out outside the city but most of all I am certain that I would have my eye on any kind of archery tournament oh, just to know show one. these fools
0: yes um in is- the
4: meantime though I'll probably so, so I also have a a pet panther who just Mm kind of hangs out with me
3: um (laughs) casual panther Mm -hmm. yeah
4: she's very well trained and will not attack unless i tell her to
3: yeah does the
1: panther have a name
4: my panther's name is betty
1: (laughs) excellent perfect panther name
4: I am probably going to leave a lot of my stuff with Betty. I do, when I bring her into town, straight up fasten a backpack onto her. (laughs) Like like saddlebag style, though. Mm -hmm. She's strapped. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Is that what we would call strapped in their traditional... (laughs) (laughs) Most people, when they're like, yeah, I stay strapped, they're talking about their panther that carries things for them.
4: Uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have some treats for her just little little dried meat nuggets for her in my oh, pocket sure. so that anytime anybody approaches if she gets a little nervous i can just give her a little a little
0: sneaky snack uh you had mentioned you would want to do an archery contest there is one happening right now it's a super friendly thing very small prize sort of a thing but there is a leader on the leaderboard who is pr- pretty confident no one can beat them. So I don't know if that is, you know, I can't say no to a challenge. <laughs> Fantastic. So you walk up to this very small, very quaint little archery competition. It's really just, it's not really so much a competition as it is. People can walk up throughout the day and make their best shots. And then there's like a leaderboard throughout the day. Uh, only a few people have done it. It's like very kind of run down. It's, it's really more so for the kids, but you know, adults get into it for sure because uh, oh, yeah. they're very competitive. Uh, so if you would like to, the rules of the game are very simple. You just get three arrows and you just try and make make shots at this little bullseye to see how your, uh, how many points you get and if you can beat the leader.
4: Just how far away is my target?
0: It is... Whatever is in range for you. Perfect. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I am using my longbow, so I have a huge range on it. Yeah, I, I do in fact think I'm going to take those, you said three shots?
0: Three shots. Um, and you just roll whatever attack roll it is. Um, and then f- there'll be different DCs for each, how you know how close you are. So the higher you roll, the more chance the, you'll the get a bullseye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
4: Um, and I would just add my normal attack for this.
0: Um, you're, I mean, yeah, it's just a roll to hit really. It's not really an attack necessarily. Like it's not, you're not doing damage or anything, but yeah, you're rolling. Right.
4: But, but my, my bonuses that I have for being proficient
0: with my longbow and all of that. Yeah. Stuff yeah, just stack, may, okay. yeah whatever, whatever it is you roll to hit, that's what you're going to roll.
4: 15 plus eight is 23 for my first.
0: Okay. Okay. You know, Yeah. You get a plus eight to hit.
4: Well, so it's dexterity, which is plus three, proficiency, which is plus three, and uh, archery was the skill, the ranger skill that I chose, so it's plus two for archery.
0: Fantastic. You have two more shots. That one did hit, by the way, uh, dead center bullseye. At your very first time out, loose this very first arrow. So
3: are you a cool walk away type? Like, don't even look at it, walk away. Or are you just obnoxious? By the
4: time the first arrow was in the target, I was already reaching for the second one. Didn't even look.
0: Incredible go ahead and take your second shot i will say as well the uh the there have only been three other people who have done this today and i rolled for them in advance the first one did terribly the second one did okay and the third one did pretty good so you got some competition
4: unfortunately my second shot wasn't quite as good (laughs) okay i got a 16 total
0: that hits the uh very middle kind of red band of the target. So you still hit the target for sure and you still get points for that. Uh just a little off center. Okay. Go ahead and roll your third one. Nat 20. Nat, are Ooh. you kidding me?
4: I have someone sitting next to me. Yeah. Yeah. I I So twenty eight
0: uh you have just done the classic Robin Hood shot of just <laughs> You, you got your very first area right in the middle. You did it. You, the second one, you're just like, oh, you know, whatever. My hands got a little sweaty. You wipe it off. So Nailed Jordan
4: it. celebrates. Yeah. But Brylena spits on the ground. Stupid second shot.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. You are, are now the the new leader uh, on the leaderboard, they for for breaking the previous thing, they give you a little a little like felt hat with a little feather, in it. it's very Robin Hood esque. Again, this is a game for children, uh, so it's very <laughs> small. But you have just pretty much eliminated any possibility that a child could win whatever prize. I was going to
3: say, did you just beat out a whole bunch of children? <laughs> Maybe you have taken candy from the babies. I'm only like 150 years old. I'm an early age elf. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Practically a child.
0: Practically a child. Fantastic. Uh, so, you, you're wearing, do you, wear, do you want to wear the little hat?
4: Oh, absolutely. Wait, can you put it on, Betty? Actually, here's the thing though the first small child who who looks at my hat and likes my hat is probably going to receive the hat. Aww. Like that is my one soft spot is mm-hmm. little
0: beings. Mm-hmm. that's good. I w- I'm going to role play that immediately right now. <laughs> <laughs> so this so little,
1: I have your hat
0: This little girl who's been watching you fire all these arrows has been so impressed and has stopped what she was doing to just stop and watch you shoot off the your your last two. She stopped at the first one and was like, whoa, watched your last two. sees you get this little hat and it's just like oh that's i that's so cool i like that Ma, i want to shoot arrows i want to shoot arrows mom
4: how far away am i from the carnival games and if i'm close enough to see do they have like little little kids like suction cup type <laughs> type arrows like like dull point little baby sized just Nerf give her exists. a long bow. What are you Nerf talking about? Nerf exists
0: in this world for sure. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Um
4: so I'm going to try to bribe the guy working the thing with how much does it cost to play the thing?
0: To play which thing? Did the one of any of the games. Oh, I don't know. Nothing. Like a like a, a cheap okay. I'm yeah, going to I'm going to flick him a, a gold
4: piece. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to flick him a gold piece and say the the little the little kid
0: bow and arrow. Yeah. That's adorable. The, the vendor just totally is like, this is uh, very out of the ordinary, but okay. Uh, hands you the little children's bow and arrow.
4: I'm gonna take the hat off of my head, bend down on the ground, plop it on the little girl's head and give her the little bow and arrow. Uh, and then say,
3: you.
4: you gotta practice if you wanna be as good as me.
3: <gasps> how dare you make my heart swell many sizes. <laughs>
0: He says, it's nerf or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just scurries away very excited. Uh, incredible. And we will move on to our final player, uh, which is Zazmac. So what would Zazmac be up to right
2: now? So Zaz is just rolling into town. She has been hearing about this festival for quite some time, but, you know, was never allowed to go to it. Um, and she heard about this wizard and she's aware that he comes out and gives speeches kind of like at the beginning and at the end. Mm -hmm. So she might've missed the beginning speech, but that's fine by her, Um, but she's been traveling. So she's gonna look for some food. Problem is she has no money, so she's gonna have to figure that one out.
0: Fantastic. Well, this is a uh, this is mostly put on for the community, so everything's either you know free samples or quite cheap. So there are all sorts of you know. There's obviously Kildrax Pub where Salise is. Uh, if you want some food over there, there's also a bunch of other vendors who Wait, sell things. Wait, d- does
2: Kildrax also have like mead or wine? Yeah, Kildrax because has mead for has her. never indulged, and would very much like to.
3: Fantastic! We're gonna have a lightweight on this podcast. <laughs> podcast. It's a live stream. It's a live stream.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so you wanna just roll right on up, right next to Solis, who's just sitting and watching people.
2: Um, y- y- I- one addendum: Are there any like test your strength m- hammer
3: machines?
0: Not that I've rigged down to
3: play. But there is now. <laughs>
0: we, we, can, we can roll with it. We could just do it. We'll make something up.
2: Yeah, like I definitely would love to do that. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah let's say there's one right next to Kildrex.
2: Great. Um, I, I would like to play. Fantastic.
0: You... It's just a very standard machine little little old hammer you whack at it. If you want, I'll just'll I'll call this like a like a strength, just like a flat strength check. I don't know. let's say DC 15.
2: All right, all right. Um, you wouldn't want to call it athletics for any reason.
0: <laughs> um, all you right. no you know no, it's fine. you got it athletics. yeah, why not?
2: I, okay. Uh, I got a 16.
0: Fantastic. You smash this thing. It just barely gets there but it rings the bell. All sorts of good stuff. Everyone's surprised. Kildrack turns over and he's like, "Oh, another one." You know, it really feels weird that we put this right next to where we sell the alcohol, but you know, that's good. Good on you.
2: You know, maybe people get more confident when they go to your place. To do oh, I like, I like that
0: answer. Come on, sit down. And he pours you a big old, big old. Sit thing down. <laughs> sit down. <laughs>
2: All oh, right, I needed to do a character voice for Brellana, and I could have completely forgot I was going to do a British one, and then and then Ethan came up here, just set.
1: <laughs> I spent all day listening to Jason Statham talk to find this voice.
2: So <laughs> I
4: mean, Incredible. I could do my southern accent again, but I think oh hate no.
2: oh
3: so no. bad. Is that Floyd it... Wilmer? Is Floyd <laughs> Wilmer here? Are you looking to make uh, Ethan rage quit? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I could, I could do Cynthia Tucker voice, or you could let our current DM have wield his magic, magic. Stop talking.
0: You're fine. I was gonna say no one's done, no one's picked a shaggy voice, so you could do that one as well. Um,
2: Zinks, Betty.
0: Perfect. <laughs> You've got the animal sidekick. It works. I'm gonna um,
2: chug the beer. I was just
0: <laughs> Incredible. I feel like I should make you do some sort of constitution saving throw or something. I forget how alcohol works.
2: I did get a three, but I do have a plus five to con saving. So I got an eight. Okay.
0: This is a thing I didn't look up ahead of time. Jordan, (laughs) do you know the rules about being like buzzed? I mean,
4: uh, delayed reaction, disadvantage on initiative. I don't know.
0: Yeah, we'll make something up. You're a little buzzed right now.
2: I am... Six foot two, two hundred and twenty pounds, and you've never had a drink in your life. And I've never and had a drink in my quite life. Quite
0: poorly,
3: and I rolled quite poorly. All right, I'll just sit with my. It's one of those situations where you like <clears throat> think you're supposed to act a certain way because you've had a drink, and mm-hmm. so you're being a little more drunk than you really are. Yeah, that's yeah. What I'm,
2: it is. I'm definitely looking at like I'm side eyeing Salise and just like trying to
3: pick up on her mannerisms and be like, yeah. <laughs> How far away is this hammer thing from me?
0: I mean, it's, <laughs> it's right next to, to Kildrax. You just saw Zosmak do it.
3: Because Celise des- definitely wants to do it, but she would totally do it with her war hammer, that she would just like walk over and be like, <laughs> smash, and just like, keep walking.
0: I'm not even gonna make you do a check for that. I'm just gonna say you've destroyed the machine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I go and sit back down at the uh, bar.
0: <laughs> Always got a one-up, incredible. So uh, Zothmak, you had mentioned that the, uh, the festivities here started with uh, a speech from the town wizard. Anyone who wants to can make a history check about the, the festival in the town. Uh, if you're a local, you can do so with advantage. But oh, yeah. I feel like most of you oh. kind of know what's going on. Here. See, uh, the, the role, oh, I got advantage, never mind.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay. Um, cool. So I live here
0: uh, and I got a 10. <laughs>
2: Incredible. I got a thirteen.
0: Thirteen. Anyone else?
4: Yeah, I just got an eight. What doesn't are, matter how much I trade here. Apparently, I'm doing poorly. Uh, you're just a history you're check. rolling a history check.
0: check.
3: Um, I rolled an eleven plus zero. Eleven. Fantastic. So the you highest you get advantage because the- you're a local. You get advantage
0: because you're a local. You just see.
3: You I see didn't Crowley get any better.
0: Going oh,
4: eleven. It is.
0: This place doesn't look so familiar. So
4: Zalzmax thirteen was was
2: the was the highest roll.
0: Perfect. Uh let's roll with that then. So Zazmek, you would know and some of the locals would know some of this information as well obviously. Uh they just aren't they're a little distracted uh yeah. so they're not picking up on it. But yes, this uh summer festival happens uh every year and it starts with a uh, kind of greeting from the local wizard. Towns like this of this size of this size uh typically have a local wizard. They don't do anything except really protect the town if threats come in, they don't really establish any laws or, or run any kind of you know uh crime fighting force or whatever. they're really just the town's defense line in case something stuff gets really out of hand. Um, and the pr- previous wizards uh, that Zosmak you would have come in here to see, yeah, um you're expecting to see this person, but they, uh unbeknownst to you, uh, were totally replaced two years ago it's not abnormal in fact it's very tradition for wizards to pass down these roles these titles to their pupils uh, but it's usually done publicly and it's kind of weird that you like hear- i
2: would have caught wind of it
0: right you would have caught wind of it if it was done publicly But it feels like something was kind of covered up behind the scenes. The new wizard that you keep hearing rumors about, again, you kind of missed their speech from earlier, uh, starting off the whole, kicking off the whole festival. But the, the new name of the new wizard is Stephen the Wizard. That's the new town's wizard. Just an ordinary Stephen the Wizard that's who runs it.
2: I'm I'm going to look at Selice and be like,
3: "What do you what do you know about this Steve?" And he's not around very much. He probably won't even come out today.
0: He did come out to start the festival, but he quickly he like, you know, it was like very like protocol. He had to start the ceremony and then like quickly dashed back to the the wizard's tower. Well, when did the old guy
2: leave?
3: Uh, last year, the year before, it was it wasn't even really that big a deal. Weird. Uh, yeah, this is totally abnormal. But, you
0: know, locals in the town think, you know, the, the old guy was probably just more social than most wizards are. This new guy kind of keeps to himself. Um, Scott,
1: I got a real quick question from the chat. Is it Stephen with a V or Steven with a PH? I wrote it as
0: Steven with a PH.
1: I had a funny feeling. Maybe because you yeah. texted me. Maybe not, I don't remember. I
0: did tell you I and Cam. I so. yeah. yes. okay Yeah,
1: it's Steven with a PH, y'all, so mm. adjust Steven. your headcanon as needed.
0: Stephen.
4: Yeah. hmm mm-hmm. was just envisioning him as Steven universe, and that's clearly incorrect, because
2: it's been uh. wrong.
3: I really hope that we have another character named Steven, like the Kayleys, but the Steven. Yeah, Steven and Steven, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the old, old guy wizard was Steven with, Steven, Steven with
0: a V. Steven with a v. Right, <laughs> we all got there.
1: Yep. Um <laughs> oh boy and the one
0: before him was Drathernax
1: <laughs> <F-I-S. laughs> <Right. sighs>
0: so you so everyone's kind of gone back to just kind of enjoying the festival you kind of see people are hauling in fireworks you know there's gonna be this big kind of like celebration at the end um they're very excited about it and you, you start to hear a sound that is kind of peculiar to this, Small town, I mean, again, this is this festival happens once a year and it's like the busiest the town gets. Otherwise, it's so peaceful, it's so quiet, it's so boring. And even on today, the day where the most commotion is happening, you start hearing like more of a ruckus, more of a, you know, people are shouting, things are being knocked over, all these vendors and uh, all the stalls, uh, the pottery gets smashed. Like you start hearing the stuff in the distance. And it doesn't roll really f- perception. Br- Brylena would like to to insight on this. Um, I was
2: going to say perception. perception.
0: To insight on what specifically? I
4: don't know. Wherever the commotion is coming from, trying to figure out the source of the commotion.
0: Okie dokie. That will be perception, please. If I'm going to do anyone, the same. Yeah, if anyone wants to roll perception, you absolutely can.
3: I got a twenty-two.
0: <laughs> I got. 14. I got a
3: six.
2: Fifteen. Okay. okay. Which is you know it tracks.
0: Yeah. With a 22 and a 15 were the two highest, I believe? Yes. Okay. Um, With those, that would be Solis and Brylena. Uh, Mm -hmm. You kind of start to narrow in to focus on uh, this sound is coming from right at kind of the town gates, um, which is right It's a big part. It's like, you know, this is festivals open for travelers as well. So this is like right in the middle of the town square. There's this commotion. People are knocking over. They're leaving. And you see running up to where would Croydon be right now? Uh, Would he be like going to the square to try and investigate more of what's going on? Yeah. As soon as as soon as um,
1: there was a noise, he probably would have ducked behind some buildings and like kind of taken a back way.
0: Fantastic. Toward the square. Excellent. Would you all be kind of in this center square area of all the people? I would world very much be in the going? center
4: square area and I would not be trying to make myself in any way mm-hmm. inconspicuous because I like I can be, but I did not think I needed to be.
3: Sure. Yeah. Celise would have finished her beer, stood up, walked out and unsheathed both of her weapons, like pulled out both of her weapons. Okay. And so Celise is like the six foot tall, just like Massive woman. And Mm -hmm. so she's always wearing her armor, get up her leather armor. And so she's just going to menacingly walk through the whole place till she gets to the square. Holy cow. Okay. So let's say that you're all in the square
0: area. This commotion is still happening. Brylena, you see out of all of these people rushing about, all this stuff being knocked over, it's hard to tell what's making the, uh, the commotion. But with the 22, you absolutely make out the the visual of um, small, white and fluffy. You hear the sound of hooves, and um, the the kind of anxious anxious bleating of a goat or a sheep. Rather, I apologize. It is a sheep. It is a wild, frantic sheep running through the town, making this, and it is making a beeline directly for Croydon
4: interesting okay um, one question before i do anything yes i saw in the chat that someone described brylena as merida can i do a merida voice <gasps> for brylena and not have people be upset know, about that can
0: you are you can, can you? you we're not gonna I do the question if you had the chance to change our fate would you
4: i mean so d- did i see Salice with uh, pull out her weapons
0: yeah probably <laughs> yeah <laughs> Eyelass. It's kind of an intimidating. I don't, move.
4: Eyelassie, I don't think you're going to need those.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, perfect. I love it.
3: Incredible. Hey, I look, I look at Breilin and I'm like, you can never be too prepared. Scott, would we describe this sheep
1: as greater than 10 pounds? 10 pounds? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Hey. It's it like would. an adult sheep. Yeah. Okay. You know, I figured, but I had to ask. Were you expecting to, to a cotton ball? I had to ask. I was just gonna try to like mage hand it. I figured. But uh, I'm My gonna,
3: I'm, favorite mage hand! I'm gonna try
1: <laughs> to like grab the sheep just like- cool.
0: It is jumping straight at you. Yeah, is I'm just cool? gonna like
1: bear hug it and sort of <coughs> put it down kind of like, like non-lethally, like I'm not rko yeah, yeah. it. I'm just like trying to, to deescalate the situation in is a way that like doesn't involve me lighting the long? sheep yeah. on fire.
3: Is this a long lost pet of yours?
1: No, it's just, I mean, I'm not a murderer. I'm not a sheep murderer. Well,
3: just the way that it ran at you, like,
1: master. (laughs) Oh, I have no idea. Maybe it is. Maybe it's my sheep familiar. I haven't been told if I have a sheep familiar, but it's Um, always possible. That would be a way cooler familiar than like other things I could come up with.
0: uh, DM? Ethan, I'm going to have you make a, um, just an athletics check. Okay. uh, Just to see if you catch this sheep that is flying. It's like hurling its own body (laughs) towards you. Despite the fact that um,
1: that Corden is huge, he is not very athletic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, that is a twelve total. Eleven plus
0: one. Uh fantastic. Um, I will say that it the sheep flies at you and uh, you it like it straight up knocks you over and it is on top of you, like looking at you, buying like mad like it is Bleh. just mad
3: okay. does anybody speak sheep
0: <laughs> I speak
3: draconic if that what? counts I do they're very too. related um, no. I mean I speak abyssal <laughs> I don't think that's going to help here
4: <laughs> yeah I speak common elvish draconic and orc yeah, everybody
2: knows so. that sheep
3: speaks
0: infernal <laughs> Um, (laughs) Uh, anyone who wants to can make um some kind of uh investigation or perception or insight you can do either one i'll give you different information for each one hey um
1: scott and i don't want to backhand dm here but um i feel like there's a skill that and and obviously i'm not changing anything but like in the future if i'm wrestling a sheep i would like to use animal handling (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I figured
0: animal handling was for actually like th- this to me was if if a football was thrown at you, <laughs> you had to catch. No, it. No, I mean, I ball. get it. But like, I never get to use
1: animal handling ever. And like, I feel like if I'm manhandling an animal, like, All
0: right, you know what? Here, here, I'll tell you what, Ethan, this sheep is on top of you stomping on you, buying at you. Give me your best animal handling. My best shit. animal handling. Yeah, animal that's that animal. I, hate. That animal. I have a plus two in that instead of a plus one.
1: So. Fantastic. Oh, baby. <laughs> That's a sixteen plus 2, 18 Fantastic! To, to you deescalate
0: the sheep. Uh, awesome. Tell me
1: what you do to deescalate the sheep. So it's it's like it's on top of me, like stomping on my chest, right? Yeah, pretty I'm much. I'm just gonna again. I'm gonna try to like wrap it up and just like turn mm-hmm. it sideways. Just like put it on the ground.
2: You're gonna, like, cuddle the sheep. Basically, you could pull yeah. I'm the just wool to... over its eyes.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to bear hug it into submission, essentially. Okay. Okay. I more it laughs is... for that.
2: It is
0: still <laughs> frantically buying and staring at you and like trying, you can tell it's definitely trying to tell you something. Okay. Um, so yeah, anyone who wants to make any kind of uh, check?
4: I would I would like to. Um, I also want to just gently nudge Betty to put her on alert so that if anybody comes at us, she will lunge at them. Okay.
3: Cool. Does anybody yeah. speak with animals? I literally have that spell and did not prep it and am full of regret. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Salise so is just going to yell into the crowd then, as much as Salise doesn't really yell. She's yeah. like, Does anybody speak to sheep? Uh, um, like
0: Everyone I... has pretty much just like, What? I mean, anyone, so does this belong so I've got a plus to anyone? Four to nature.
4: Yeah. Perception, nature, insight what do you what do you want from me it depends
0: on what you want to do uh if you uh, perception and investigation will will be the best thing um insight can give you a different set of information if you want to do that um i
4: will do insight for a 24
0: a 20, with the 24 insight you can tell that this sheep is It's got something to say it. It so desperately is so focused on Croydon for a very specific reason. You can tell uh, with, with, with that 22, you can tell that it is focused on Croydon because it can tell that Croydon is the most magical person here right now. I would like to do do perception on Croydon, please. You would like to do what on Croydon? Perception on Croydon. Oh, okay. What are you trying to figure out? Um, whether or not he's a threat. Okay, that would be more insight, I think. Oh,
2: ah. sorry, the way that dice landed. Um, also, I'd eventually like to uh, roll to intimidate the sheep. Uh, intimidate on Croydon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <Woo-hoo. laughs> I'm gonna scream at the sheep. Um,
0: well, so the the an insight on Croydon, uh, I, there's no real information other than he's probably incredibly confused as well. Okay. What yeah. are you yelling at the sheep, Ty? Yeah, tell me what you're yelling at the sheep, who seems incredibly distressed.
2: Hey,
3: man, calm down. Hay
0: hey is for horses, not for sheep. Um, um, can I can I try to perceive what the sheep is like running from? Because if you if if you want to just give me a perception or investigation in any capacity, I don't. I literally don't. Apparently, I got a two plus oh nonsense. So, okay. I apparently I, I want to give you a perception check. Yeah, I know. Croydon you do. does not want to give you a perception you check. Yeah. And I appreciate that, Ethan.
2: Um, uh, if anyone's was curious, I got a four plus four on that uh, intimidation
0: <laughs> check for the sheep. Okay. That sheep does not even acknowledge that you're there. <laughs> it is so focused on its mission. It is shoving its face into Croydon's face. Uh, it's actually shoving its uh, face into Croydon's hand now that I assume Croydon, you have stood up
1: uh yeah yeah i'm just trying to any in any way to
0: pacify the sheep like i would be like petting it and uh, like hugging it and everywhere that your hand goes to try and pet it it shoves its face and open its mouth
3: open its mouth
0: open its mouth um
1: i was gonna say i was just gonna cast like a, a mage hand like in a different direction to see if it'll like follow that open its mouth am i supposed to open its mouth it's whatever you want to do. If you want to cast Mage Hand, you I was going to cast Mage Hand and just like, like just kind of take the hand and be like, I have a hand, and then like Mage Hand that way, <laughs> and just like, like see what it's, it's going to do.
0: Obsessed with magical hands. I just don't know. I mean, I, I, at this yeah. point, I have no idea what it's it's doing. Yeah, so. is that I mean, a cantrip? Is that you, you yeah, Mage Hand's it? a cantrip. Fantastic. You cast Mage Hand. It flies back to the the woods. Uh, the sheep for sure does not even it, oh, it she- like notices, but it doesn't care it is still pushing its face and mouth into your hands. Okay. Um,
4: Can I have Betty make a perception check on smell? Sure.
2: Would Betty not attack a head defenseless sheep?
4: Not unless I command her to. well trained, remember. Very well trained. Um, So Betty has advantage on perception checks that rely on smell. So essentially I want her to smell if there's anything that's chasing or... Whatever the sheep, so, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, I rolled a nat twenty on the first one.
0: Well then, um, <laughs> I will say Betty picks up a very faint wind of um. With a nat twenty, I feel like I should give you a lot of information here.
4: But Betty also can't talk, right? I can't directly communicate no. with Betty, so, okay. so I, I, I Bridget, just. I've
2: keep... had her for several years, so I I know. Can you describe how she tells you things, like what what movement she does with her body? Um, I'm gonna say that it it probably is is
4: mostly in the pause, as well as just general body language. Like mm-hmm. like like is she is she scratching at something because she she like wants to go, or is is she like taking a defensive stance where she's sitting back a little bit? I mean, she's a cat. Yeah. We have cats. Scott she hits cat. the whoa
0: real quick. Yeah, yeah. Just- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so with a nut 20, you definitely can see in Betty's body language that there is something else coming from the woods from where the sheep ran from. Betty is not concerned at all with the sheep. She Is, is she concerned. very concerned with what's coming out of the woods? She's quite concerned with what's c- coming out I'm of gonna the woods. I'm going to tell
4: everybody that it's time to...
0: Uh, something's coming from the woods. Okay.
4: Everybody, get away. Or, or it, if yeah, you can't okay. protect yourself, get somewhere safe.
0: Absolutely. The town... Um, they don't know you very well, but they can tell when a uh, panther is on edge, and they see that, and they totally start dispersing and going, pe- picking stuff up, going back into houses and, and stuff.
4: Everybody getting sucked. Nope, that's too British. So and then, then I'll, I'll probably make eye contact at or eye er, contact and sort of nod at Salise, and I'm gonna pull out an arrow and just be knocked,
3: but not drawn. I'm Fantastic. going
2: to grab my hand axes off my back and just stomp on the ground and
3: scream. Salise has <laughs> a war hammer and a battle axe. Okay.
0: Um, I will say that um, you, get, you do get the suspicion that whatever is coming from the woods is not going to come for at least another couple minutes. Okay. So keep that in mind as there is a sheep who keeps putting its face into Croydon's hand?
3: God, um, I feel like I... I'm just
0: missing something completely.
3: Can I is there something tied around its neck? Like investigate the sheep? I don't know. Yeah. Well, did did Celise, did you make any kind of investigation check on them? No, sheep? but I'd like to because okay. thing's acting weird. Okay. Ooh, well, that's not gonna go over well. I got a uh, was it investigation? Yeah, three. Three. Oh my god, you guys!
0: <laughs> the rolls are not with us, are they? No,
2: no. Um, no. Have we already checked the mouth?
1: No, I haven't. That was going to be my next like attempt was to just like try to.
2: I can, can
0: I
3: just open like its mouth? Feet? Try to pry the can sheep I just open. Look. I could
0: you absolutely open. can. In the sheep's mouth is <laughs> a piece of paper.
4: Excellent. Okay. Uh, what out. does it
0: say? Silas Sol- pulls it out. It is. It is in Elvish. I read that. I don't. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, so, Elise is oh, going to say. Uh,
3: Croydon, you don't read it? I don't. No. I don't read this. Does anybody read just, Squiggles? Just the, common the and loop, draconic. The, the, the loopy, fancy looking squiggles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought Croydon had read Elvish. I thought you had told me that earlier. What do you read again? Draconic. And... Common and draconic, yeah. Yeah. It reads a language that you can understand. Okay. Um...
4: <laughs> if it's draconic, I can read it too, but I'll hand it back to Croydon since he seems
2: to be the correct cr- Croydon. Croydon.
0: It, the sheep is very intent on giving it to Croydon. Okay. You can I, tell that. I take the piece of paper and open it. Fantastic. Uh, the piece of paper says on it that it is a magical scroll of speak with animals. <laughs>
1: I, 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 have, I don't know how to operate a scroll in d but I'm going to like... Just re- I think it. you
0: just read it. Yeah. <laughs> this
1: piece of paper it. says I can learn to speak with animals
0: fantastic uh, and I, you... I, I read the
1: piece of paper and i bend down i look at the
0: sheep and say hello little guy what can i do for you the sheep is still buying like crazy uh as you read the spell uh it uh, the buying, the frantic buying starts morphing into a language you can understand. It starts going, ba ba ba. please, 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 can can you hear me, please? And you all can hear this. It's not just Croydon. Okay. Oh, Everybody man, okay. in the party can hear these frantic yells. Please, please, can you hear me, please? Can anyone, is, are you, Yo, did it work? Did sheep, the scroll sheep, work? Sheep, yeah. Hello, little, sheep let, yeah, Sheep, man. Mr. Sheep, we, we yes. can all hear you, friend. Oh, thank you goodness oh my goodness okay i ha, i have been waiting for this moment for such a long time you need to help me i am in dire need of your help who are you who am i who am i i believe i've never had to answer that question before i, I suppose Can you I? wouldn't know cool me yeah, yeah, absolutely <laughs>
3: Is he gonna give us a name I got that I can too. do it's a history fine. check on? This is gonna be Steven yeah. the other wizard. Stephen <laughs> the yeah. second
0: wizard. Uh he so you did poorly is what you were saying for yep, insight. I
3: got it
2: too. It doesn't Fantastic. matter. Fantastic.
0: Um you just you're, you're not even sure that the magic is what made this sheep talk. You just think it's <laughs> yeah, you're holding maybe, back.
2: I'm just gonna- start like petting it gently and
0: fantastic yes i i who, who am i well i suppose you don't recognize me in my uh current form but uh, i'll have you know that uh, my name is Finithar Shinebright the the great uh, anyone who wants to can do a history check but he will absolutely you know monologue at you right yeah I mean just let him monologue I got an 18 so fantastic Ethan with an 18 uh you know you recognize the name finiar shinebright as the uh former wizard who was replaced two years ago by Stephen the wizard master shinebright yes you've heard of me of course I remember you I was very social in this town uh you also know uh that do we ever had in this town <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, again, you know that two years ago, Shinebright was replaced by Stephen the Wizard very secretively. Normally, it would be a very public ceremony. Uh, no one really knew what happened to Shinebright, and now here he is in front of you as a sheep.
3: It, so. Didn't you retire?
0: Of course I would never retire. I I am an elf. I still have so many years of magic and protection left in me. Centuries. Why would I retire now? So why are you a sheep? Well, it wasn't on purpose. It's a very long story. and Is there a short version? Oh, no. Do we have um, time
4: for the long version?
0: It's coming to us. Unfortunately... As he tries to explain himself, you, uh, Betty, starts to perk up a little bit more. The threats that she had detected are now making their way into town.
4: How Um, far away
0: are they? They are, like, walking up to you. Now, you are in the center square. The gate is, like, right at the front of that. You see them entering the square. Uh, let me describe what you see before anyone does anything. Uh, you basically see a gigantic half-orc swaggering towards you guys, and in front of him are three wolves, and in the back of the whole party is a cloaked uh, figure, cloaked in a brown kind of raggedy cloak. Uh, Size? Unclear what it is. Uh, quite large. Not is this enormous. Is a half-orc that I recognize? Jordan, it is a half orc that you recognize. Uh Brylena would recognize this half orc as Guz. Guz, so you had touched on earlier, I think that Brylena is in search of the people who killed her tribe.
4: That is true. I don't know if I said that out loud, but yes, my my whole tribe was was killed. And uh one of my major goals is to find the people who killed my tribe. Um because uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit dead set on revenge.
0: Yeah, and uh, about a year or so ago, uh, Guz, you ran into him asking about any information that you could find, and Guz uh, gave you Information on where he thought you could find the people who could, uh, who had killed your tribe. And it was uh, totally bad information. He sold it to you for money, uh, had no actual in good intel, and uh, just wanted to feel important and smart at the hands of uh, kind of derailing your whole quest. And costing me a lot of money. And costing you a lot of money. A lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of progress, all lost because of this one person uh, who. Uh, it's not very smart, but likes to pretend he is. Likes to feel like he is. So you see him walking into town uh, with these wolves ahead of him. Do you, do you want to act? Do you want? Do you see Guz?
4: Uh, can I do a perception check to see if I can figure out where
0: his coin purse is stashed? <laughs> Absolutely, you can. Yes, looks
4: like a third net twenty. I have a uh,
2: ones. This is
4: unfair. I, I almost feel like I need to check these dice for weight. <laughs> Here, you roll this one from now on. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. No. Um, but uh, but I it just his coin purse. That's all I'm looking for. Just
0: his coin purse. Fantastic. Uh yeah, Guz is not the brightest. Uh he wears his coin purse right on his belt, right out in the open. It is plain as day for anyone to see, and it is totally up for grabs if you get anywhere close to him. He didn't nod it very well. So. Can
4: I shoot it to rip it without Jeez. injuring
0: anyone?
3: I
4: think that um, might be
2: the, the dice that determine
4: that. <laughs> I mean, but if it's also like hung right in front of him, then I probably can't rip it without also say, shooting I mean, him. I'll say it's hanging right. off
0: to his side. <sighs> it's, it's hanging off to his side, but he doesn't have like a jacket over it or anyth- or cloak over it or anything like that. So you can try if you would like to. Sure can.
4: I don't know how quickly I want to
0: send us into combat. I just want to be aware of that, I think. Fantastic. So Guz walks up. Uh, he's like, Hey, I thought it was supposed to be
3: some kind of town festival here. Where would everybody go? Well, there was until your ugly mug showed up.
0: Ugly? Oh, have you know I'm the best looking of all my family.
1: How unfortunate. For Croydon's going to walk straight up to this guy and look him dead in his eyes because I think I'm probably the only one that's tall enough.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, he is. He's a gigantic half-orc. Uh, although uh, Zosmek is a half-orc. I don't know how tall she is. I missed that. Um-
2: I yeah, I'm six two, and I kind of want to walk up and be like, yeah, you'll be the only one, you'll you'll be the most attractive one if you're the only one living. That's not very nice. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. So I'm gonna walk up and, and kind of put my hand on his shoulder and just go, friend, it's gonna
0: go a lot better for you if you just leave right uh, now. Uh he considers it. He looks past you and sees the sheep. And he says, why? Well, that's that sheep I'm looking for. That sheep is Master Noak's property. And- uh, give me that.
1: That sheep's no one's property, bro. People ain't cargo,
0: mate. It's not a people, it's a sheep.
1: For all you know, why don't you just turn around and pretend you never met us?
3: Man, this man's ugly and dumb. If you keep insulting my looks, I might
0: have to just get these wolves to seek upon you, to seek, to seek upon you, to reclaim. I'm sorry.
3: Could you could you try a cohesive recla- I,
0: I want to reclaim yeah. the marate- Uh uh-huh shape can i Uh, I kick him in the brimstones fantastic yeah i was
1: about to say i'm gonna cast shock and grasp okay
0: (laughs) um i am going who does what to to first um
1: i
2: mean i was
0: i was touching him already so
1: i'm just gonna like throw some throw some lightning into that uh into that yeah i mean
2: what do you roll for for a nads at a nads nads kick (laughs) kick
1: I got a fifteen plus seven on that shocking and grasp.
0: Um, to hit or to to hit, yeah. To hit. What is his AC? Yeah, that hits. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll say this is the one hit you get off, and then we'll roll for initiative. Cool sort of a thing. I'm
1: gonna roll damage on that then. Um, two d8. That's one. And oh god, uh, that is seven damage. Two plus five.
0: Seven damage. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So you you just touch him and like lightning shoots out of your hands. Yeah. So thing. I was already
1: touching him. Like I, I did the like, hey man, you need to get out of here yeah. kind of thing. And then I just, as soon as he started getting aggressive toward the sheep, I just shot some lightning into that.
0: Fantastic. He takes seven points of damage and will for sure look to everyone, look to his uh, wolves, who, by the way, if you are standing up next cool. to him, you are surrounded by the wolves because yeah. they are in front oh, of you Oh, I him, love them. Um, and have now That's surrounded you.
3: Thank you. Um,
0: I believe there was a nard shot that was going on. Yeah. That in? got yeah, I in. I want to do get a get nard shot. Yeah, surprising. Yeah,
2: yeah. Surpr- all right, all right, all right. I mean, it's an unarmed strike, right? Yep, which, what do I add to that? It doesn't matter. I rolled the rolled a natural five.
0: <clears throat> yeah, you for sure don't
2: hit. Thanks.
0: Um, you, tr- you try and you try and do it. You you whiff totally. You misjudge the distance.
2: <clears throat> okay, There. I still have my hand axes out. We're good. We're good. Everyone's got their weapons out. I will need.
0: Uh, so uh, Guzz looks to all these wolves. He turns to the creature lurking in the back behind him. Uh, it. Kind of uh, disrobes the the cloak that it had, and it is a uh, brown bear uh, as well, uh, which is very a strange. Bear. A
4: is bear, a bear, a bear. On. Right, Merida,
0: let's go! Come on! It's a bear wearing clothing. Yeah, Merida, this is going to be a real interesting character exercise for you, isn't it? Um,
4: <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. <Mom>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will need everyone to roll initiative.
1: Well, everybody, that's the end of this first uh, sheep-based episode. We are playing a module in this session called Wild Sheep Chase by Winghorn Press. There's a link for them in the description. You can get lots of great, great, great one-shot campaigns from them for your own parties, for your own friends, for whatever you want to do. Uh, this was a lot of fun to play. We got a couple more episodes coming at you here in a couple weeks, and Late to the Party will be back on schedule next week. Nothing is changing. You're just getting extra content. If you like this episode and you enjoyed what we did, give us a tweet or an Instagram DM or something like that over at Late to the Party (LTTP d d the hashtag. You know you know how to do it. You know how to do it. Everything's in the description. Anyway, I've been Ethan Etchell. This has been an episode of Late to the Party. Thank you for listening!